Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Daydream and Listen podcast. My name is Krista, I'm your host. I hope that you guys are all doing great and that you're having a wonderful day so far. I am so excited about this week's episode and very uh, excited for you guys to listen to it. I had the great fortune of getting to sit down with one of my good friends, Brianna Mayuro. She and I both went to FIT together and she actually studied fashion business management and she now works on the buying team at Bergdorf Goodman. So for someone who was a recent graduate of FIT, she's quite the success story already. Um, I feel like Brie is just so wise already when it comes to the business side of fashion and I wanted to sit down and ask her some questions about it because you guys know me, I tend to focus more on the creative side of fashion, that's sort of where my expertise lies and I know so many people are interested in learning more about the business side and so I thought it'd be great to ask her some questions and hopefully answer some things that you all might want to you all might want to know. Um, so I think it's a great interview, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So let's just get right into it. So welcome everyone to another episode. I am so excited to have a very special guest on this week. I have with me today my good friend Brie Mayuro. She and I actually both went to FIT together. That's how I know her. And mm-hmm. she is a recent FIT grad and was incredibly successful in college. She studied fashion business management and she had a specialization in buying and planning and product development and she had a minor in English and Brie and I know one another from being in the same club on campus called Runway 27. I've talked about it on previous episodes before but Brie was actually someone who inspired me so much meeting her in the club and um, was just an incredible leader and super driven in school. And now she has a role at Bergdorf Goodman. And so I'm going to be talking to her today more about the business side of fashion, because you guys know me, I do a lot of things on the creative side of fashion, but I know that there's a whole nother world out there and I'm sure people are interested in that. So welcome Brie. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to join you. Absolutely. So I guess we can start out if you want to give a little bit of a background talking about kind of your experience at FIT, what you studied, and just kind of like how you got interested into that side of fashion. Yeah, of course. So when I was younger, I always loved fashion. I actually thought I was going to go the design route for a really long time. Mm. And I took design classes in high school. And then I took two classes at FIT, the summer live courses. I'm not sure if you, did you do them too or no? I didn't do them, but I'm aware of them. I knew a few people who did them. Yeah. So FIT has the summer live courses you could do in high school. So I decided to try that out. I took one advertising class and one fashion business management class. And by the end of the summer, I knew that fashion business was for me and I decided to go the business route. So I started at FIT in 2016 and 
you know, it was a roller coaster and it was always fun and full of a lot of different adventures and experiences and opportunities. So I definitely wouldn't change it for the world because I'm sure you could advocate going to a city school too. It's just yeah, such a different experience and it's so much fun and you just meet so many different people from various walks of life and creative friends and business-minded friends and mm-hmm. it's great to get like a mixture of people of all different cultures in this wonderful melting pot of a school so I really enjoyed that and I was also a presidential scholar so I really liked that aspect because I feel we had a lot of colloquiums where you know it was kind of just like getting the New York City culture and we would go see Broadway plays and Mm -hmm. having that experience was really, really fun and just opened my eyes and expanded my knowledge so much. So I really enjoyed that about FIT and just getting a taste of everything there. So yeah, I really miss it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So, and you are originally from New Jersey, correct? Yeah. I'm from New Jersey. So when I actually did summer live, I commuted back and forth into the city And that was my little test for myself to see if I really, really thought I could go to school here. And I'm so happy I did. Um, I've lived here for about five years now, which is nuts to think about. But I just think that, you know, there's such an energy here. And I'm sure you could testify to that, too. There's so much inspiration. um, And I think, especially with jobs and opportunities, there's so many connections just at FIT alone amongst your peers, your professors, random side gigs and freelance opportunities. And I think especially in the beginning, I was just so eager and hungry to get my foot in any door Mm -hmm. that I was just doing the most random things I found online. And, you know, I remember my freshman year, I did a random photo shoot for a stylist I never even heard of. I got this address in some empty studio and I just showed up in Chelsea. Mm -hmm. And I remember carrying two cases of water bottles through the street with my puny little arms. And I'm like, (laughs) wow, this is so exciting. Like I'm in New York helping a stylist do a photo shoot. But I don't know, like, I'm sure you have all those experiences too, where you kind of did the dirty work, definitely. Yeah. And the industry has these points of you know, not very glamorous moments, but even in those moments, it's kind of rewarding when you finally get to a place where you're really happy and you kind of see all of the opportunities you've done in the past kind of pay off for your future. Yeah, definitely. Um, So would you mind talking a little bit more about um, FBM and kind of like what the courses were like for that? What were some of the... um, like principal things that you were learning from there? So fashion business management is one of the largest majors at FIT. Mm -hmm. And you're covering all aspects of the business side. It's very broad and there's a lot of different routes you can go down with an FBM degree. So you're studying, you're taking classes like styling, Excel courses. It's still a business degree at the end of the day. So you're doing microeconomics, macroeconomics. You are taking licensing classes, sales classes, product development classes, 
basic merchandising classes. So there's a lot of different aspects you're exposed to. And I think honestly, that's the best way for you to kind of get this worldly view and really understand the industry from start to finish. So I think that's an incredible aspect that FIT really carries for the FBM major and our professors are coming straight out of the industry themselves. Mm -hmm. So I always thought that was a big selling point for me because I wanted, you know, the connections into the industry. And like we were talking about before we started recording, professors really want to help students. And, you know, if you show that interest and ask them further questions about their career, they most likely have a connection that can help you later down the line. So I think that's incredible. And Many times FBM professors have helped me with connections or figured out my career path or kind of helped me or pushed me, guided me in the right direction. So the courses are very fashion focused, but also you have to know finances, you have to know basic math. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of math requirements, but if you're not a very mathematical person, there are other roots of creativity in the business field. And now, especially social media is a big thing. There are so many different routes in FBM umbrella. And I think the great thing about FIT is just the name of the school itself holds a lot of weight in the industry and across the globe. So I think the major is really amazing. I loved it. And you kind of get a taste of everything. And then once you kind of find out your little niche, and what you really enjoy, then you could specialize more in that. So I think that aspect's really great. Yeah, definitely. And I'm curious because since you specialized in two different areas, I know most people typically just do one, but I mean, Mm -hmm. it's super impressive. You were able to do both. How do you you. think that that has helped you kind of having like a more well-rounded education in terms of like the business side of fashion? I think trying anything and everything, especially in this industry, really benefits you later down the line because you could speak to a bunch of different aspects. And now that I'm in buying, that job in itself really has a little taste of every single, I guess, facet of the industry. I think the double the double specialization really has helped me because you get exposure to to both. Personally, I really liked the creative side, but I'm also a person that really does well with numbers and is very analytical. So getting the taste of both of them is really fun. Some of my friends who just did product development love, you know, working in Photoshop and working on Illustrator and really working hands-on with products and finishes and fabrics. Mm -hmm. So that's something that, you know, certain people are just like, this is what I'm doing and I'm sticking to product development. But for me also, I think the buying and planning specialization at FIT, it was really helpful and really amazing, but they focused so much on learning planning systems and the financials. And I think the key part that they're really missing at FIT in a day-to-day role as a buyer merchandising, it's still very creative. Mm -hmm. And of course, you have to be in Excel a lot and you have to know a lot of the numbers and, you know, 
You're looking at gross margin percentages and markups and costs and retail numbers, but you're also working very closely with the creative field. So I wanted to do both just because I like the creative side and the business side. Mm -hmm. And there's also a third specialization, which is, I want to say it's called like sales merchandising. And through that, you could take licensing courses and basic sales courses. But honestly, you could really go anywhere with the major. Mm -hmm. And some people, you know, end up specializing in one thing, interning in another, and then end up working after college in something else. So yeah, it's really great in that way. Yeah. Well, that's good to know that I guess there's like some overlap. And even if you're on the business side and you enjoy doing creative things, you still get a little taste of that, which is good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now I'd love to know a little bit about any type of internship opportunities that you had while at FIT and how that's kind of led you to your current role at Bergdorf Goodman. Of course. So FIT was really great. I know times are a little different right now, especially Mm -hmm. mostly being virtual and everyone's at home or, you know, wherever learning virtually. I really loved FIT's job bank that they had and circling back to just the connections in the classroom themselves, in extracurricular activities, freelance jobs, you know, you, I know you did as well, you know, working runway shows, mm-hmm. all of that fun, exciting stuff really introduces you to so many people. And that's how we, you know, if you want to network, you have it in front of you and you have that to do so. And interning for me was one of my top priorities for sure. And everyone kind of finds what works best for them and what, you know, what they want to do and when they're going to start interning. So for me, I really wanted to intern right away through Runway 27. I decided as a freshman, I was going to take all of our contacts that were in our show Mm -hmm. and I was just going to send everyone my resume. So I just reached out to a bunch of people and French Connection got back to me. They interviewed me and they told me they wanted, um, they had an opening in licensing. At that time, I had no idea what licensing was, but I was so thrilled that to try anything, and I decided to work for them for summer, and there were so many different aspects to licensing. Basically, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. A company, say, doesn't have a factory to make handbags, but the brand really wants to make handbags. So they will go to another company and say, hey, can you make French Connection handbags for us? And it's a lot of, you know, contracts and their design team will work with the company in order to make handbags. Mm -hmm. So on the consumer end, you're just seeing that you're buying a French Connection handbag, but actually that might be a licensing company that's doing that. And that's the same for a lot of companies in the industry. It's very popular amongst fragrances, um, outerwear, you name it, anything can be licensed. So I was working with a bunch of different departments 
we did home de decor, um, outerwear, handbags is one, accessories and jewelry, a lot of different stuff. So I think that having that as a first internship was really exciting and we worked a lot with the PR and marketing department. So it was just getting my hands into everything and kind of seeing the process of working with design teams, then also getting exposure to contracts in that world. So for a while, I thought licensing was it. I loved it. And I ended up moving on to another licensing internship. And also throughout FIT, I worked in retail. I think it's really important to work in retail no matter where you want to end up because for fashion business, working in the stores, that first point that the customer sees and customer interacts with the brand or the company. So I think retail is a super vital part of the business. And um, from there, I kind of interned in a little bit of everything. I did wholesale sales. I did, um, then I went into buying. What else? runway production a little which wow. we both shared that mm -hmm. for yeah um kind of all over the place and just seeing what companies i liked to work at did i like a smaller company did i like a bigger company and kind of hopping around to see what i really liked because when you're in college you have that flexibility of semester semester you're constantly having these changes and it's okay to change your mind at any moment, to pivot in a different direction, to try something new. So I think doing all of that really helped me with my current role because I had so many different aspects to talk to. And even more so now, e-commerce and the online web business is so important. And that was one of my last jobs in school before I got my full-time job. And just speaking to all these different types of the business, I was able to really advocate and sell myself that I was well-rounded in a bunch of different areas. So I think that never hurts you for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, what you were saying earlier, like it's good to kind of um, spread yourself out and um, really use the I guess you could say like timeline of college to your advantage how like every semester your schedule basically changes so you can try something new you know you take new courses you're learning new things or new opportunities to intern or you're meeting new professors like really use that to your advantage as like a good time to figure out like what you want to do and what you don't want to do exactly yeah and so now going into, um, if you want to talk about your current role as a buyer, um, that would be great because I know I have loads of questions and I'm sure a ton of people <laughs> out there are like, oh my gosh, what is it like, especially at Bergdorf Goodman? Like, that's amazing. Thank you. So it's so funny to think back because I did so many projects at FIT going to Bergdorf Goodman. I remember for, um, a marketing class. I was going to Bergdorf Goodman and taking pictures of the St. Laurent boutique in there for one project. And then I was going back and doing a woman's shoes project for merchandising. So it's really funny that I almost like indirectly manifested my mm -hmm. job, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so Bergdorf has been a company that I've always really loved and I always looked up to and aspired to be at. So during my last, I graduated in 2019. 
so during my last semester, you know, like everyone else, I was all over the place. I didn't, you know, where am I getting a job on interviews all the time while also taking classes. So I would be showing up late to certain classes and running from one place to the other. And then I was also working. So there were a lot of moving parts. It was very stressful that, and I'm, everyone goes through that little phase, but I kept applying to Bergdorf's over the span of maybe seven months Wow! for all different roles. But currently I'm a merchandising assistant on the woman's shoes team. So that is on the buying team and I support three different buyers. So there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually they ended up emailing me out of the blue very randomly one day for a position that was no longer even advertised online. And I worked at Barney's and Woman's Shoes. And then after Barney's, I went to 10 Corso Como, which is an Italian concept shop. And those two experiences really helped me get into luxury business and really discovered like my passion. And I've always wanted to be in the super fashion high-end part because I just find it so fascinating. And you know, there's so much going on and so much to learn. Mm -hmm. So they reached out to me randomly and I was so incredibly thrilled. I responded back probably within two minutes and I ended up interviewing. I was so stressed for the interview because I'm like, everything has to be perfect for this, but I don't want to get myself too excited and psych myself out. So I went through two rounds of interviews with them First, I met HR, and then I met a few people on my team, and then they called me back for the second interview, and I met the other half of the team, and it was, it's like all the stars aligned, because Mm -hmm. the last person I interviewed with was our our DMM, who was the director of Women's Shoes, and Of course, you know, LinkedIn makes it very easy to stalk people nowadays. So I did my research with who I was interviewing with. And I discovered that she was the director of women's shoes at Barney's before, right before I interned there. Oh, wow. So when I walked into her office, she basically knew all of my old coworkers that I worked with at Barney's. Mm. And she's like, I'm having dinner with your old boss tonight. And I sat there and I was like, you know, the fashion industry is really small. They're not kidding when they say that. So she was so incredibly nice. I just felt like I really connected with the team. They were so genuinely nice and open-minded and intelligent. And I just felt at home when I interviewed there. And so I actually started working full-time before I even graduated. Wow. It's a little stressful, mm-hmm. but uh, definitely worth it. I made ends meet, and they were super, super supportive and understanding when I had to leave, you know, a day for finals or, you know, take that extra 30 minutes to leave at the end of the day to go on the subway to make it to night class. Mm-hmm. So it was I – made, I made it work. I was like, this is my dream job. This is exactly what I wanted. 
and I'm going to make it work. So they were, I'm so incredibly fortunate and grateful that they kind of took that chance on me and hired me while I was still in college. But buying is something that is, I think it's a great fit for me. And I feel like a lot of people always say they want to be a buyer, but they never really know what kind of goes on day to day. Yeah, definitely. I think um, for me, that's probably one of the biggest like business roles that I've heard about in fashion, but like never Mm -hmm. actually knew what went on with it. And I feel like in so many TV shows, like if a girl works in fashion, she's a buyer for a big company. Mm -hmm. And so it's good that like even through school, all of your internship experiences, you came to the realization that like it's actually the fit for you, which Mm -hmm. I love. That makes me so happy. And I love, I love stories hearing when, um, things just kind of all line up. I know I say it multiple times on the podcast, like I think everything happens for a reason, like you just got to trust the process. But it's so true. And especially with um, when it comes to like looking for jobs or even just like meeting people, um, situations like yours, I feel like just kind of are testament to that, like becoming becoming a reality because um, how cool is it that like someone you're interviewing with knew your old boss and mm-hmm. it's just, it's so amazing. It makes me and so happy. The funniest thing too is now two coworkers I worked with at Barney's started at Bergdorf's. So now yeah. we're all coworkers again, which, you know, I think the industry is so incredibly small. Everyone knows someone, Um, So it's so important to always leave a good impression and really work your hardest and never leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth and just be kind to people because it all comes back around to you in some way. Definitely. Definitely. Um, So I am curious, what do you think are some of the most rewarding and challenging parts of your role? So I think some of the most rewarding parts really include like those Moments where I kind of take a breath and I'm like, okay, wait, pause. This is something that like my younger self really, really worked for. And like, I should take a second to really appreciate the moment. Yeah. So certain times, this was pre-COVID. I was working in the office, obviously. Um, Now we're working remote, but we might be, you know, having a flexible schedule to come soon. But working in the office, it was so much fun to be interacting with our different brands and working with brands that I've always admired and had so much respect for, Um, meeting people in the industry that I've always admired, such as Linda Fargo, who's the fashion Mm -hmm. director at Bergdorf Goodman. Whenever I have meetings with her still, I'm just so excited Our president is Darcy Pennick. So there's a lot of incredible women leaders, and that's something that I really look up to. And even on my team, all women who are really supportive, my biggest cheerleaders, it's just really nice to see such amazing role models in the industry. And it's so rewarding when, you know, everyone kind of thinks Devil Wears Prada is real life. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's probably been a few moments I could think of in my, you know, career and through FIT where I'm like, oh, wow, like um, I I know someone's coffee order or like I know the way they like their eggs from Starbucks, like, (laughs) but there are so many rewarding 
moment. And I think the aspect I really, really miss is going to market in person Mm -hmm. and having market week appointments in person with the brands, doing events. We would have a a lot of different events. And I, at one event, we, I was so fortunate and excited to be invited to the event. And I was introduced to Linda for the first time, our chief merchant for the first time. And I ended up running into someone that I used to shadow in high school. No way. From Summer Live. And he took my hand and was like, you got so old. I can't believe you're working for Bergdorf Goodman now. And he was in like such shock to see me. And I was like, I used to like, I admire him so much. And it was so much fun working with him. And it was just like, those moments are so rewarding when you really like run into people down the line again. And you kind of meet all these people in real life that you've admired for so long in the industry. Yeah. So that, you know, is definitely rewarding. The challenging parts, obviously everyone has faced and been impacted by COVID in different ways. So I think being such an extrovert and personal person working from home, sometimes I'm sitting all day on my computer in the same spot in my room. Mm -hmm. So that could be super challenging, but I know everyone's facing that in different forms, whether that's, you know, yourself online school, yeah, other jobs that are at home remote, kind of everyone's in place. So mm-hmm. I really miss the aspect of running around for fashion shows and market week and events after work. And that's the aspect that I really miss, but I know it'll eventually come back for the industry and it's not permanent. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it'll be all the more special and exciting to get back to where we all once were. Yeah. Dressing up and Oh yeah, can't <laughs> wait for all of that. Me too. Um, so I feel like you touch on so many different things, but I guess we could end on a final note. Do you have any advice or words of encouragement for someone who's either inter- interested in fashion or interested in more of like the business side of fashion? I think my biggest piece of advice is to really harness your passion, whether you want to go into the business side of fashion, design side what have you, and just shoot for your goals, shoot for your dreams, reach out to people that you really aspire to be. Those people can be your mentors later on in life, really connecting with your peers, your classmates, professors, networking with anyone and everyone to just stay motivated get wisdom, be a sponge, try anything new, and just be open-minded because you never know who's going to be your future boss, who's going to know your old boss, and who you're going to work with that you went to school with one day. So just keep shooting towards your goals, and eventually everything will fall into place, like we said. Amazing. Yeah, I think that's all such, such good advice. Like, just really take advantage of um, the opportunity that you have now. And like you said, be a sponge. I think that's so important. And what you're talking about before with like, just take a chance on anything because you never know like where it'll lead you and um, networking with new people. Like you never know where that will lead you and what doors will open up. So that is amazing. And do you have anything to plug social media, 
anything <laughs> like that, now's your time. Where can the people find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Ann, and you'll find out that I don't really wear a lot of color, but you'll see my fashion sense there. So <laughs> her feed is the epitome of aesthetically pleasing. Like it's perfect for no color. Like it's amazing. So, okay. I love your color edits. So always Thanks. super cute. <laughs> Thanks. But you know, you got to balance it out. Got to have some color, got to have some black and white. It all works out. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Brie. I'm sure I, I really appreciated it. And I'm sure so many Thank other people listening. Me. Yes. Yeah. I know everyone listening is just walking away feeling so great and really appreciating your advice. So thank you so much. 